Hello, and welcome to the tenth episode of Strange Fairy Tales. We just reached double digits. Yeah! For those of you who are wondering, the scriptwriter is just fine. But he's in bed recovering from his fall into the depths of the earth, and he won't be with us today. He did write the script, but he won't be taking part in this episode. So we placed an ad in the newspaper requesting a temporary replacement of the scriptwriter. There's only been one response to our ad, I'm not sure why, but anyway, the replacement is named Sir Beast. And we've just arrived at the place where we were scheduled to pick him up. Everybody out! Hello? Sir Beast? Yes, I'll be right with you. Beast? I wonder what he looks like. Maybe a werewolf or something like that. I sure hope not. Fred, that's not polite. So? I'm just curious. Greetings, friends. My name is Sir Beast. Oh, you don't look at all like a werewolf. <sighs> it's because of the name, isn't it, Miss Godmother? It's sad that a poor English gentleman like myself should be biased against by people who don't know me. But it's dreadfully sad that I should be biased against by someone who does know me. But I don't know you, dearie. Yes, you do. Remember that reporter who interviewed you about your inheritance? No, not at all. What? You don't? I do. That one article Toucan Sam read during your Halloween party, Fred. It was written by Sir Beast. Yes, sirree. And a jolly good job I did on it, too. I'm a reporter for the Hutzpah Chronicles, you see, and I've written several articles for them recently. My most recent ones are rather odd, if I say so myself. There was one just, uh, five days ago, was it? Yes, I think. That I entitled Blades of Grass, a very absurd story about a criminal mastermind who made a deadly sword from grass forged supposedly by the heat of dry ice. And another one, too, just the other day, about the man who was drowning till he stuck his head under water. And those chaotic five seconds when gravity reversed. Figure that one out. But it's all true, cross my heart and hope not to die, stick a fork in a pie. I just knew why these things have been happening. Hey, just listen to strange fairy tales. Strange whaty what? Strange fairy tales? You know, the podcast you're helping us out on? What's a podcast? What? You don't even know what a podcast is, and yet you answered our ad in the paper? Obviously. I saw Miss Godmother's name- Fred! Not Miss Godmother. Yes, of course, Miss Godmother. Oh, bother. Anyway, I was looking for some part-time work in the newspaper, as I need more money to pay off a loan. I saw Miss Godmother's name in your ad, and I figured that I would give it a shot. Oh, okay. Well, basically, we just go around and narrate stories of what people are doing, or what they have done in the past. Sounds like fun. So what's our story today? Um, well, I'm not sure, actually. Because of what happened in the last episode, we tried to read the script ahead of time, but the scriptwriter hit it. What? I'm a bit confused. Never mind. So, I guess we just do whatever we feel like, because whatever we end up doing will have been in the script. So, what does anyone feel like doing? Well, I don't know. Me neither. Ex-General? Uh, it doesn't matter. And I don't care either, so it's up to you, Sir Beast. We'll do whatever you want. Really? Anything I want? Within reason, of course. Alright, then. Let me see. Well, there's this one lady, and I would like it very much if I could, you know, take her out to dinner or something like that. 
but I'm really shy, so I was thinking you could help. Oh, how sweet. What's her name? Glinda. Oh, well, what's plan B? What? What do you mean? That's not within reason. Come on, Fred, be nice. No, this is Glinda we're talking about. She's never been nice to me. Even, Even I've heard of this, and I've only lived on this planet for six weeks, as opposed to 2,934 years. Treat others as you would like to be treated. But I wouldn't like her to be nice to me, because then I would know that something was up. Come on, Fred, be logical. No, thank you. Okay, here's the deal. You don't have to help us, but promise you won't do anything to stop us. Alright then, I won't stop you. Goodbye. So, what do we do? I don't know, Sir Beast? Well, I guess first I have to get her to go to the restaurant. Maybe, uh, kidnapping? No, no, no. no. We, we can, can just, just ask her if she'd like to go to dinner with you. It's simple. Oh, okay. So, so where would you like to take her? I was thinking McDonald's. Uh, no. You've got to go somewhere fancier than that. Like where? Do you have any ideas? I don't have all that much money. Hey, I've got an idea. We can make dinner for you. See, Sukan Sam can make the food. I can be the host dude, you know, whatever he is. And the ex-general can be the waiter. That sounds great. But what about music? Isn't music like a must? Yeah, he's right. But what can we do? Fred's the only one who has any music, and she won't help us. We could have the scriptwriter there in his wheelchair. He can sing. The scriptwriter? Sing? Sure, why not? Um, well... Music is music, no matter how bad it is. You sure? But of course! Alright then, let's get to work. The day passed as we made our plans to corner Glinda. As a last-minute decision, we decided to get one red rose for Sir Beast to give to her. So as the ex-general set out to find Glinda, the rest of us went to the florists. Oh, hi there. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Who, me? I'm not a witch. I'm the ex-general from Strange Fairy Tales. Oh, well, is that the witch? That? No, 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 that's a dog. <laughs> I'm a little muddled. The munchkins called me because a new witch has just dropped a house on the Wicked Witch of the East. And there's the house, and here you are. And that's all that's left of the Wicked Witch of the East. And so, what the munchkins want to know is, are you a good witch or a bad witch? But I already told you, I'm not a witch at all. Well, if you were a witch, would you be a good witch or a bad witch? Oh. Uh... A good witch, I suppose. But listen, are you Glinda the Fairy Godmother? Why, yes, that's what they call me. Well, then, uh, a friend of mine would like to invite you to dinner tonight. Let's see. Oh, here's my calendar. That sounds wonderful. When is he going to pick me up? Oh, well, he wasn't exactly planning on doing that. Could you stop by 1712-53 Drury Lane at 8 tonight? I suppose so. So, we all waited until 8 o'clock. At one point in time, I thought I heard mean a wash porting or something like that, but I'm not sure. So, yeah. Anyway, 8 o'clock came and went, and Glinda was nowhere to be seen. Sir Beast paced back and forth eagerly. 
and then nervously, and then frantically. And then, at 8.30, Glinda finally arrived. Sir Beast was waiting by the side of her bubble, and walked her into the office, where I was waiting by the door. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to the Strange Fairy Tales restaurant. If you'll please come this way. Wow, there's only one table? Yes, ma'am. We are not normally a restaurant. But tonight we are. Your waiter will be with you shortly. Hey, Glinda, I got you this... May I take your order? Wow, that was fast, wasn't it? Hey, you're the good witch, right? Oh, uh, no, I'm not. I'm a different person. See, I'm wearing a mustache. Well, fast-growing facial hair doesn't make you a different person. Anyway, where's the menu? Uh, just order whatever you want. Our chef is very accomplished. My compliments to the chef. But you haven't ordered anything yet. So? If he can make anything I want, that's very impressive. My compliments to the chef. Okay. Hey, Toucan Sam! Glenda gives you her compliments. Thank you. Anyway, what do you want to eat? Oh, perhaps a moose pie. One moose pie! Or maybe a nougat nugget. Never mind that. One nougat nugget. Or maybe. Yes, I think I'll have salad a la mode. <sighs> Is that your final answer? Yes. Toucan Sam, scratch the nougat nugget. One salad a la mode. And I'll have a, a hamburger, please. And one hamburger! Listen, Glinda, I got you this Your right food here. has arrived. Oh, why, thank you. Yeah. Um, Listen, Glinda. Well, I got you this and really now, for your enjoyment, we present the scriptwriter. Oh, goody. Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you, thank you. Oh, okay, you can stop clapping now. Stop clapping. Thank you. All right. What a beautiful full moon tonight. Well, I would like to sing one of my favorite songs to you tonight. It is a timeless ballad. Elegant and descriptive and emotional-ish, or something like that. So now, I present... Row, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat gently down the stream. Merrily, 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 merrily. Life is but a dream. Don't quit your day job, my friend. Listen, Glinda, I got you this rose. Oh, why, thank you. Wait a minute, it only has one petal. That's odd. I could swear it had more petals earlier. Look, the last petal is falling. That's odd. I'm a werewolf. Awoo! And I'm a clock. And I'm a candlestick. And I'm an alien. Oh yeah, I am an alien. Okay, that's weird. I feel a song coming on. Me too. One, two, three, come, come on, on and lift your glass. You've won your own free pass to be our guest. If you're stressed, it's fine dining, we suggest. Be our guest, be our guest, be our guest. Da-da-dum-dum-dum. Life is so unnerving. 
to a waiter who's not waiting. He's not whole without a soul to wait upon. Ah, those good old days when I was serving in a big fancy restaurant before I was a general. But now, those good old days are gone. Ten years I've been working in the very ARG removal team. I had exercise, a chance to hone my skills. Most days I just lay around the office. Flabby, fat, and lazy, you walked in and why am I singing? It's, it's a guest, it's a guest, it's live lobby blast. Wine's been poured and thank the Lord I've had nothing freshly. But with their tea, they won't dessert, and your pee, that's fine with me. While the others do their working, I'll be baking, I'll be cooking. I'll make pies and good cakes. Heaven's sake, why am I singing? Sorry. Bravo! Bravo! Well done! Narrator, am I too late? Oh, Fred, you're here. Late for what? For Sir Beast to turn into a werewolf and cause Glinda a ton of trouble. Uh, you say this as you're talking to a clock. Do you think you're late? Oh, yes, I guess so. <laughs> Whoopsies. This was your plan? Yes, I promised I wouldn't stop you. Oh, I see, but you could mess it up. By enchanting that rose, I'm assuming? Yes. Well, he didn't cause any trouble. Just his appearance changed. And the rest of us started singing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Well, except for maybe the scriptwriter singing. Eh. I guess that could be considered as torture. But Glinda loved it. She had a great time. Darn it. Well, I'd better get going then. Thank you. Oh, what was your name? <sighs> Subbeast. Oh, well... Thank you. Bye. Never again. See, this proves that beauty is not everything. Yeah, that's right. By the way, it's time to catch up on our morals. Uh, first of all, as Fred just said, the moral for this episode is beauty is not everything. The moral for the sixth episode was, if you're magical, Mars is not a good place to live. And then in the seventh episode, we learned that just because someone tells you something doesn't mean that it's the truth, even if they think it is. The eighth episode was, don't let the universe go crazy, or else, dot dot dot. And, in the ninth episode, we learned that sometimes, when you're working to meet a deadline, things just don't make sense. Fred, change his back now, okay? This is getting really annoying being a clock. Well, at least you won't be late. Fred, just do it. Oh, fine. Me, now a squatty. Me now a squatter. Me now a squatty. Under Gubada. <laughs> ah, that's much better. Thank you. And thank you too, Sir Beast, for working with us today. Here's your payment. Uh, thank you. How much do I owe you? For dinner? Nothing. That was just part of your job. Oh, there is one small fee. Name it. Just applause. You may now clap.